This is Soliloquy, the ramblings of a madwoman with a soothing voice. I know why they keep me isolated, why they lock me up in various nice holdings away from the world. I can't say I blame them. I mean, what else can you do? I like to play games with people. I like to whisper ideas. And I know what you're thinking, and I'm not talking about, like, running around with a hatchet and, you know, murdering folks. Just a push in the right direction for what I deem would be the most prudent option long term. I would never make poor choices, because, incidentally, it could all be linked back to me. Maybe I'm thinking too hard. No, I I try to get them to stretch their wings out and be better. Positive reinforcement works really well on adults that were overwhelmingly daunted by their parents, their overbearing helicopter parental overlords. Positive reinforcement is new. Positive reinforcement where you're not being condescending. Oh, it's good for you. No, just good. No need to kneecap your statements. People love being praised. Everyone does everything just to be noticed. Even the people who don't, or think they don't. (laughs) You have the things that you are quite fond of, that if someone were to ask, you would be able to drown them in an infinite tidal wave of knowledge. Train sets, instruments, art. We're not all that different. We all have our interests be it history or historical figures, medical knowledge, a whole bunch of information you can't really do anything practical with. But that's not the point. It makes you happy. and just want that happiness for you. I don't think I'm asking for a lot in my honest opinion. I won't push you beyond your means or your boundaries. I'm just simply nudging you in the direction you need to go gingerly, softly, lovingly. And if it all goes to shit, obviously you did something wrong. And there it is. That narcissism. Really gotta work on that. I think if you're fully aware of your flaws and you work towards bettering them, it's not a bad thing. You can use your negative as a positive. Your abilities might not be capitalistically useful, but they can help you get ahead in the long run. They can help you survive. They can help you thrive. That doesn't work in all states of interest, just in general. If you're into yiff parties and furry suits, more power to you, but I don't think your coworkers want to know that much about you just yet. Maybe if you bag one. And even then, that's kind of pushing it. You're going to have to see them on Monday. <sighs> but yeah, I'm kept isolated because I do that to people. But it usually works out. I'm not demanding. I'm just simply asking the questions that'll lead them to their own... What's the word I'm looking for? Solution. And it's just the questions that they don't want to ask themselves. They don't want to come up with a solution because they're so comfortable and so afraid of their problem. I just want to help. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. It's just a thing. I don't get off on the power trip. Okay, I'm like, sometimes I do. But overall, as long as I have good intentions. (sighs) 
how many people do you think you lie to on a regular basis? Like your mom because you don't want her to see you that way or know that aspect of your life or nosy relatives like cousins, aunts, and uncles who have no business in your personal life and don't even know the players, but they'll still tell those anecdotes like it happened to them. It's nobody's business but your own. But at the same time, how many little white lies do you tell? You don't have change. You said you were somewhere you're not. It doesn't even matter. You're just, you're lying to ease your conscience. Out of all these people, who do you lie to the most? I bet it's yourself. Making promises you have no intention of keeping. How often do you lie to yourself? I think I'm a pretty honest person today. Who knows who I'll be tomorrow, but today, today I feel like a fairly honest person. I have told my fair share of lies and some I'll keep a secret to my grave, but I think I'm an honest person. I wonder how many people would disagree because of who I was previously or because they know me who I am now. It's weird to think about, isn't it? It's uncomfortable crawling up your skin. Have you ever envisioned a mannequin head? Like an old hollow one, just full of spiders? Good God, that is a terrible image. And now, now when you close your eyes, you're gonna picture it. And you're gonna picture it because I said so, because I keep bringing it up. I don't know why I thought of that, but I'm happy I shared it with you because I am not a liar. I'm sharing. That makes it a good thing. That makes me a good person. And that makes me a liar. My therapist says I'm always in conflict with myself. He asks, isn't it draining? Isn't it exhausting to always be at odds with yourself? Am I tired? I don't know. This is the only existence and state of mind I've known. How am I supposed to function? I'd imagine it's the same as learning to drive a car with no wheel. All other cars have steering wheels, but I don't know that. This is the only car I've ever driven. It might be difficult for anyone who knows how to use a functional vehicle, but it is my only means of transportation and the only one I've ever used. The right way is unnatural and foreign to me. You can't call it the wrong way if it gives you the proper result. Others are baffled. How do you stand it? Isn't it more difficult? Are you okay? It might be. I might not be. But I'm doing it the only way I know how. Teach me. Educate me on how to do this normally. It will take time. Old habits die hard. I've been off my meds for a while. Stable people rarely make interesting content. I'm doing it for you. I just, I don't understand why you don't understand that. We are doing this for you. This influx of emotions that have been stopped up like a corked bottle. You can't feel things. 
Not like I do when I'm off the pills. I cried today. I sat down and I wept like a child for no reason other than the fact that I felt like it. That's why people go off their meds. They want to feel something. Is that so wrong? Sure, my feelings become self-destructive. They become problematic. But they're mine. They're pure, uncut, like, like cocaine. I've never done coke, but I expect kind of what it feels like. There's a rush to that tightrope, that instability. I miss it. I miss being me. I miss being us. I can hear them again, even though it's unhealthy, even though it's dangerous, even though they tell me they'll replace me or they'll make me gut myself and turn my innards outside in. I, I miss them. It's a security blanket. That one ratty toy that stayed with you throughout childhood and hides in your closet in adulthood whenever your one night stands come over. You understand it, don't you? And if you don't, just stay with me and eventually you will. I occasionally accidentally, but it's not really an accident, perform experiments on people. I like to see just how well I know them. It always starts the same. Someone trying to bolster themselves, comfortable in a place or position where they assume they no longer have to put in any more effort. I don't like that. Being cocky not because you're skilled or adept, it's just because no one's challenged you or your position. They're complacent. So sure that this particular thing is guaranteed, but nothing set in stone. The only certain thing is uncertainty. So, like any good scientist, I come up with a hypothesis. If I were to set off a certain chain of events, how would the players react? It is very important to make sure that everything they do is of their own choosing. You can't try to force your hypothesis to be accurate. That ruins all the fun. You simply leave bait and opportunity and then just watch what happens. It's very rare for them not to do exactly what I expect of them. I always have to give my husband a heads up. There's usually some minor fallout where technically it's not my fault, but I was involved. I don't lie to my test subjects. They make their own choices. It's not my fault they don't see it coming. I can't warn them of anything. That would ruin the experiment. How I assume something will end versus how it actually does. It's the entire purpose of what I'm doing. I'm not a good person. You know that, right? I'm not a sociopath, a psychopath, or a serial killer. I'm just not good. I've lied. I've cheated. I've stolen. I'm not saying I currently do those things, but I have in the past, and I may again. I don't know. Who I was yesterday is gone, and who I am today I'll never be again. But the ingredients are the same, and the key ingredient to the recipe that make me soliloquy is shitty person. I don't do bad things because they're bad. I do it because I want something. You do it too, right? Don't worry. I won't tell. 
but you know what I'm talking about. You want something, so you take it. Sometimes that requires unscrupulous methods. That's all right, right? The gray static jelly is a slave to its hubris, and our moist innards are just there for the ride. It's not your fault. That's a lie. Sometimes I like to lie to you because there are no repercussions. What are you going to do? Reprimand me. Punish me. You're not real. And neither am I. So there are no consequences for our interactions. Like a cartoon with no ongoing plot, everything is resolved before 30 minutes is over. And by next week, it's as if none of it has ever happened. Meaning, I can do this. Thank you for listening to episode 19 of Soliloquy, Interest, and Experiments. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find podcasts. Sounds by Alexander Nakarada. Sad Dramatic March by Music Files. Sweet Cinematic Background by Music Files. Interior Dread by Brian Holtz Music. Spiritual Ambient by Music Files. A String Hope by Michael Hellman. All other sound effects by zapplot.com.